Over in the first chapter of Revelation, it says, Blessed is the man that readeth this book. You may not understand it all, but you're blessed just to get to hold it in your hand and to read it and listen to the promises that it's got. So you pray for us for just a little while. Revelation chapter 5, verse 9. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. And we're just going to read that one verse this morning, and we hope that you'll pray for us. And uh, if we had a thought or a text... It would be, what song are you singing? I know we've <clears throat> preached similar texts before, but to this is what come to us this morning. What song are you singing? And here <clears throat> are the four and the twenty <clears throat> elders and the four beasts. And John was caught up. And he said, I wept much because no man was found worthy to open the book or to loosen the seals thereof. And the Lamb was found worthy. The Lamb was able to, to loosen the seals and open the book. And folks, it's the Lamb that wrote your name and my name. Amen. And... And then this verse says, And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for Thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by Thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. What song are you singing today? Did you know if people can hear your song if it, if, even if it never comes out of your mouth? Did you know people can hear your song just in the way that you look, in the way that you act, in the attitude that you have? They can hear your song. So what are you singing? Are you singing bitterness? Are you singing anger? Are you singing loneliness? Are you singing heartbrokenness? You know, there's people make a living singing heartbreak songs. That's not my song. And I hope it's not your song. We sang this song every once in a while. You pray for a few minutes. I'd really like to get to the Lord. I hear it sung every once in a while. Sweet is the song I'm singing today. What's the name of the song? I'm redeemed by... Love divine, glory, glory, Christ is mine, Christ is mine. All to Him I now resign. And the best line in the song is, I have been redeemed. What song are you singing? They sung a new song. I don't have to sing about how miserable life is anymore. I don't have to sing about the fear that's upon me. I don't have to sing about the loneliness that's in my heart. I don't have to sing 
about nobody cares or nobody knows, I can sing I have been redeemed. What a song to sing. And I tell you, we worry, and John asked nearly every Sunday <coughs> to, for us to raise our hands. If we know a sinner, you know what's going to get them from the couch to the church? You know what's going to get them from the pew to the altar? The song that you sing. That's what it will preach. I can't carry a tune in a bucket. I've never stood up before people and sang a song or anything like that. It's in the song that's in your heart. I believe the Bible says singing songs and making melodies in your heart. I've seen people that couldn't carry a tune in a bucket, but they get up and sing. They might mix the verses up. They might be off key, but when they really get down to singing their song and tears would start rolling down their cheek, it'd be the prettiest thing you've ever heard I'm glad I could sing a new song we have all kinds of songs written in this day and age and you can tune your radio here and there and everywhere but the best song I've ever heard is when the church begins to sing and we heard a little bit of it this morning I would that we'd hear a lot more I would that the church would just turn loose and praise and worship the Lord I believe he's worthy is what the Bible says he's that's that's what the new song says. He's worthy to be praised. That's what the new song says. That I believe the Bible said over in Psalms, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. I'm here to tell you, I didn't make it here by my goodness. I didn't make it here because I was careful. I tried to be. I didn't make it here because that I was smart. I didn't make it here because I was good looking. I made it by the grace of God. So I want to sing a new song. Praise the Lord. They sang a new song. What are you singing? Are you singing something that's going to dry, that's going to draw your sinner friends to the altar? Are you singing something that they can see a difference between what they have and what you have? If we've got our heads down, hung low, if we're complaining and griping all the time, is anybody going to want to sing our song? I think not. If we are always down and lonesome and blue and grumbling and griping, nobody wants to sing that song. Nobody wants to feel that way. So these folks sang a new song, a song of glory and praise to the Lamb. Let's find out what they said here. It said that they sang a new song. Say, thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Oh Lord, now for thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. Now I read to you out of the King James Version Bible this morning and how blessed and how fortunate we are just to be able to hold it in our hands. We take it for granted. We've got stacks of them at home. I'm sure there are eight or ten different ones in my house alone this morning. I've got two or three at work. A lot of them are never over. 
pulpit. I've got two or three that I read out of. But I'm here to tell you today, there are kindred, there are nations, there are people that would love just to hold the Bible in their hand today. And we've got multiple copies. How we need to bury our head in it and learn about the Lord and taste and see that it's good that ought to be part of your new song. But that's not the book they were singing about. (laughs) This is the book we can hold. There's one that man can't put his hands on. If he could... There are people in my life that would have taken that book and tore the page out where my name was. There are people in my life that would have tried to take a pen and maybe mark through my name because they didn't care for me or the words I said or the actions I'd taken. There are people in my life that might have taken a racer or a whiteout or whatever you want to use and blot my name out. But they can't touch it. Satan would love to. He'd love to find the page with your name on it and go, just rip it right out. He'd love to. I'll get to preach a little missionary Baptist. (laughs) No man was found worthy to open the book or loosen the seals thereof. That tells me that I believe the Bible says, I believe Marty quoted it this morning, that his word was forever settled in heaven. And I believe that he's the one that takes the pen and writes our name in the book of life. Those are his words too. I'm preaching to you this morning in eternal salvation. No man can erase it. No man can tear it out. They can't even touch the book. Only Jesus, the Lamb of God, is able to uh, take the book and loosen the seals and open the book thereof. And he's worthy. Why would somebody like that be worthy? Because he shed his blood and redeemed us at Calvary. He gave every drop of blood that he had so you would have to die go to hell. Let me tell you something, saint. I want you to know today a great price was prayed for your salvation. Jesus gave every drop of blood he had so you would burn in hell. If it were not for him, we'd be on our way and we'd bust it wide open. But thanks be to God, we've been redeemed. What are you singing? (laughs) What's that, what's that song you're singing? I'm going to preach this. Everybody says they're saved, but not everybody sings. <laughs> you may not like what I'm about to tell you. If you're saved... You're required to sing. I'm not talking about everybody coming up with a special song and 
singing one after one. I'm not talking about everybody getting up in the choir with a songbook and singing. But if you're saved, you're now if you are what you say you are, and sometimes there's a difference between what I say I am and what I really am. If you are what you say you are, you're required to sing. And you sing it in your steps. And you sing it in the way you love people. And you sing it in the way that you go about your life from day to day. You are required to sing. You can't get out of it if you are what you say you are. If you are redeemed, the Bible says that the redeemed of the Lord say so. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> I believe Ronnie and Isaac sings it. I'll tell you the best thing I ever did do. I laid off the old coat and put on the new. The best thing that ever happened to me. Some of you saw me driving my mother-in-law's vehicle this morning. It's a pretty little car, but that's not the best thing that's happened to me. I got a beautiful wife sitting right back there, but she's not the best thing that's ever happened to me. I've been blessed to hold three sons in my arms, but even that's not the best thing that's happened to me. The best thing that I ever did was ask Jesus to be my Savior. And I'm going to sing about it. I'm going to praise Him. I'm going to sing the new song that tells of His glory and praises Him. You're required to sing. If not for Him, you'd be burdened. Don't tell me you've got something else in your life more important to praise. Don't tell me that there are other things in your life that take priority over your salvation. It should be number one always and forever that you no longer have to go to that awful place called Ellen Bird. You should sing your song that you've been redeemed. Well, what am I singing about? Well... Let's take a look. Before I could sing the new song, I was in trouble. We used to sing a song, when I was in trouble, my way was black as night. Of course, says he's everything to me. I was in trouble. I had a fear on me of burning. I did not want to die and go to hell. And you know what? I was not special. All have to face that day. All have to. All have sinned and come short, right? You're not just going to slip off and slip right into heaven without Jesus. You won't make it there without Him. You have... Well, preacher, I go to church, Nicodemus did too, and you know what Jesus told him? You must be born again. I'd imagine he might have even had an office in the church, but Jesus still said, you must be born again. 
You've got to be saved by the grace of God. There is no other way to get from earth to glory. And I, and I, I know we've got some folks in here. I, I would love to see everybody be a part of Dutch Bottoms. I'd love to be able to open the doors of the church and everybody come and be a member. And I hope if God moves on you to do that, that you certainly will. But most of all, I want to see sinners saved. Don't you? I believe that it's a requirement. Oh, you better not say that, Mike. I believe if you're going to join the church, you need to be saved by the grace of God. God first. And I believe it's something that's so big when it happens to you, you can't forget about it. It don't slip by you and go unnoticed. But you'll begin to sing. What are you saying, preacher? Well, let's start with, I got the joy, joy, joy down in my heart. I'm not going to sing that silly song. Well, let me just relay this to you. When the wise men saw the star, they rejoiced with joy. Let's go on and see what the angels told the shepherds. Fear not, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. This shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. What did it say? Good tidings of great joy. Why do we have the pageant? Because that's a joyful event. We're expecting a grandchild here about the 1st of August. Tammy went out this week and bought it about four outfits. Because she's excited about it. She can't wait to see it. I said something other about going during fall break after they'd had a chance to get back home and get settled. She said, we got to go before then. That baby will be two months old by then. We got to go before then. Because, why? Because that event of, of birth brings great... Oh, I know where I'm going now, John. Because that event of birth brings a great joy. The angels said, good tidings of great joy shall be unto all men. And I believe we're going to have some joy at the Dutch Bottoms. I believe Jesus is going to bring forth to the birth. I believe... Woo! We're going to see somebody saved on the altar at Dutch Bottoms. There is nothing better for the church of the living God than to see a soul saved. That's what the song is all about. Preacher, you shouldn't run and holler and hoop and scream and hug necks. I've been vaccinated. You've been vaccinated. And I believe God provides protection. I'm not foolish. I just want to follow the Lord. And if it takes me being a fool, I'll become a fool for Christ's sake. <laughs> What's the song about? I went down heavy. I got up light. I went down troubled. And I got up with what I'm singing to you about right now.
peace. <laughs> a peace that passeth all understanding. That song I mentioned, when I was in trouble, my way was black as night. Jesus gave me comfort and he led me to the light. Though all the world forsake me, right by my side he'll be. He is everything to me. Why? Because he can bring me peace when nobody else can. He speaks that wonderful peace. He speaks that peace and although the world be raging, my soul can be at peace. A song that Carolyn likes, it is well, it is well with my soul. How can it be, preacher, in a world of trouble? Because this lamb that I'm preaching to you out of Revelations this morning speaks peace. What's that song you're singing? <laughs> My dad, when he was, when I was a boy, used to work on TVs. There was an electronics store that he'd go to, and I've told this, I guess. Every time he'd go in there, there was a tall, skinny fellow in behind the counter. He'd be grinning from ear to ear. And after several months, Dad. Asked him one day, he said, what are you smiling about for all the time? He said, I've got something worth smiling about. He was singing the song. I don't know if the old boy could play an instrument, if he could carry a tune, if he had ever tried to sing out loud in church, but he sure was singing well enough to be heard. Oh, that we should sing. Sing the new song of redemption. Sing the new song of grace. Sing the new song of joy. Sing the new song of peace. Sing the new song of faith. Marty touched on it this morning, the 11th chapter of Hebrews. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Skip on down about four verses. And it says this, But without faith it is impossible to please God, for we must first believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. You raised your hand this morning, didn't you? John made two important announcements this morning. He announced it on April the 25th. In two weeks, we're going to have revival. He announced that in the second week of June, which is probably about eight weeks, we're going to have Bible school. This hand better believe that Jesus is going to save the person it represents. You better believe. You better have faith. Oh, I know what He did for me. I know how He saved my soul. I know the peace that He brought in my life. I know the love, the joy. Oh, I know the change that He made on the inside. So if He could do something like that for a pitiful little sinner like me, imagine what He could do for your sinner. I know, I know. I know he can save. Amen. 
So, I don't know how you feel. This is how I see it. And I believe this is right. Johnny, you can help me out with this if I'm not right. When they ordain a preacher or a deacon, they preach. Some, some churches has two messages. They'll preach one to the church, and they'll preach one to the person being ordained. They call it the charge. Charging you with what you're supposed to do. So this is your charge, Dutch Bottoms. We're mostly just home folks here this morning. You going to take the challenge? I want you in front of that person that you raised your hand for this morning to sing the new song. You don't have to raise your voice. But it all comes from here. It comes from the heart. If you will sing as loud as you possibly can sing, I believe God will move on your center. I believe it was Marty's testimony I heard that said he heard his mama praying for him. She wasn't singing. She wouldn't. He didn't hear Amazing Grace. But she was singing the new song, a song of love, a song of long-suffering. You know what the song is all about? It's about the fruits of the Spirit. A song of long-suffering. Well, preacher, I don't think we are to suffer. If you suffer with him, you shall also reign with him. Yea, and all that live godly shall suffer persecution. Does that leave any room for me to get out of it? I don't think it does. Friend, you're going to meet somebody that has something bad to say. They're going to be singing the old song. They're going to be singing the song of misery. They're going to be singing the song of dissatisfaction they're going to be singing the song <sighs> okay it was a song on the radio in the early 70s Mick Jagger sang it I can't get no satisfaction he's never tried the new song he's never sung the new song if he had sang the new song, he'd be singing about how satisfied I am. He'd talk about how happy that he was. About how much he loved everybody. About how good God is. Because that's what the new song says. You shouldn't preach on that old rock and roll preacher. I'm just preaching to you about a new song I learned. I learned that song 40 years ago. And it's new every morning. <laughs> it's new every day. What a song. What song are you singing?
I believe over in Psalms, he talked about, David talked about his soul could be at rest because the Lord hath redeemed him. That's what the new song does. It gives you peace in your dying day. Tell this, and I'll close here in just a second. A lot of you that live in this community remember my mama. She lived just right down at the foot of Rankin Hill. And just a day or so before she left this world, they told, called all the family in and said she's not got very long to go. And so there was all her children and most of her grandchildren, probably 15 or 20 people huddled up in a little hospital room. And she got her, her daughter, Joyce, by the hand, and got my sister by the other hand. And she looked up at Keela and she said, sing us into heaven. And she would sing a while, and when she got done singing, she'd pray a while. And she'd sing a while, and she'd pray a while. And she did that for about four or five hours all afternoon. The daughter at the time, whose hand she had hold of, was lost. You tell me the new song didn't have an effect on her. <laughs> she later got saved. Sing us into heaven. You know what she wanted to leave this world doing? She wanted to leave this world singing a new song. That's the way I want to go. I want to leave this world singing a new song. Just like you sung this morning, John. Sing the wondrous love of Jesus. Sing his mercy and his grace. If the marriage is bright and blessed, he's prepared for us a place. Do you know the new song? When we all get to heaven, what a day that will be. That's just part, oh, I can sing of mercy. I can sing about how I should have been burned in hell, but he had mercy and grace and redeemed me so I don't have to go there anymore but it, the song just gets better from there it talks about how he'll never leave me he'll never forsake me for lo I'm with you always even until the end of the world I'm, there's a song in the green book number 81 I'm never alone the new song just keeps getting better We'll understand it all when we see Jesus. That's what the new song sings about. When we see Jesus coming in glory, when He comes from His throne in the sky, we shall meet Him in that bright mansion. We'll understand it all by and by. Hath redeemed us unto God. Now listen, you don't have to be able to carry a tune to sing the new song. 
But I'm afraid we got folks that need to be reminded of the lyrics every once in a while. The song just aren't as good if you don't know all the words, is it? You know, they've come out with songs, pop music and stuff. And you might know the tune and you'll hum it along, but you, if you don't know the words, it don't help you much. Some of us every once in a while need to be reminded of the lyrics. We need to be reminded about how good God is to us. We need to be reminded about how much mercy he's had on our lives. We need to be reminded about where he brought us from and where we could have been. What song are you singing? Are you singing a song of misery? Are you singing a song of fear? Or are you singing a song of hope? They used to sing this song, My Hope is Anchored in His Blood. You don't have to carry a tune to sing the song. You don't have to look pretty to sing the song. You don't have to be white. You don't have to be black. I like the little song, don't you? Red and yellow, black and white. They are precious in His sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. The second verse says Jesus died for all the children. He could have left me out, but he had mercy and grace for me. And has redeemed us from every tug. You don't have to you don't even have to speak English to sing the song. I believe and I know over in Russia it's a different country. They speak a different language. In Japan it's a different country. They speak a different language. In Asia it's a different country. They speak a different language. But it don't matter what your tongue is. I, uh, I got Bible for this. Read over in Acts chapter 2. Devout men from every nation heard the gospel in their own language. And they rejoice. I believe he's redeemed from every kindred tongue and nation from deepest darkest Africa there are some folks down there that have been redeemed from Canada Mexico and he'll save there and he'll save here and he'll save you Now listen, that song of fear gets old. That song of doubt gets old. You ever get a song on your mind and wish you didn't have it there? <laughs> and it's always one you don't particularly care for and you just can't get it off. That's the way that song of fear and doubt is. That's the way that song of sin is. Let's, let's just call it that. The song of sin. Now, isn't that about right? Because sin, when lust is conceived, it brings forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Preacher, I'm just miserable. <clears throat> I hear you singing that song of sin. Preacher, what are you talking about? You know where we live to today? They're singing the song that says, Why, there is no God. The Bible says, A fool has said in his heart, There is no God. You know what the song of sin says? This way is hard. You know what the Bible says? The way of a transgressor is hard. 
I know we sang a song, it's not an easy road. He didn't promise us a bed of roses, but he promised us grace to get through the trials. He promised us that he'd hold our hand. And I know there was a thing out several years ago, and you may have had, may still be hanging back there, I don't know. <clears throat> About the thing with the footprints in the sand, I believe it's up in mom and dad's house. And the man says, I only saw one set of footprints whenever trouble was upon me. The, the little saying says, that's because I was carrying you. He sure has carried me through many a trial. He's been there for me. That's part of the new song. <laughs> what song are you singing? Are you singing a song that I'm on my way to hell? You may, you may deny it, but deep down inside you can hear the song. Are you singing the song, help me, help me, please? Friend, that's that song of sin. You need to learn a new song. You need to learn about Jesus. And I can say this, every Sunday school teacher we have at Dutch Bottoms only wants you to learn the new song. They just want you to learn that song about Jesus, about joy in your heart, about gladness, about peace. This world will never bring you peace, but Jesus can. I remember whenever I was lost, and singing that old song, that song of sin. The fear that was upon my heart when I laid down at night. I was afraid to close my eyes and go to sleep. Is that that song you're singing? Is that the one you're singing? Lord, don't let me go to sleep. I don't know where I'll be when I wake up. Is that that song you're singing? Oh, that you'd learn a new song. That you'd learn... Well, preacher, I don't know the words. I don't know the melody. I believe John Holt learned a new song right here. <laughs> I believe Becky. Becky's a good singer, ain't she? She learned a new song right here. Bobby Reed's a good guitar player. He learned a new song right here. Keith, I've never heard you sing out loud, but I've heard your new song many times that you learned right here. All you've got to do to learn the new song, all you've got to do to be Jesus, all you've got to do to escape hell, all you've got to do to go to heaven is take one step this way. If you'll take one step this way, Jesus will help you the rest of the way. And uh, you know what I did to learn the new song? I didn't have a piano in front of me. I couldn't play a lick at that time. I didn't sing in church. I was as backward a little old boy as you'd ever meet in your life. I said, Jesus, please save me. And he saved my soul from sin. He took away the fear and the doubt. He gave me peace in my heart joy and love he helped me learn all about the new song and you can too
You know, one of the easiest songs to learn is one that repeats itself. That's what they tell you. I'm just singing about joy and peace and love every day. Over and over and over and over. And if you think God's done great things for you today, Renee testified about how good God had been to her. He's got better for you tomorrow. He's got even more greater stuff for you tomorrow that you can just keep on singing. They sang a new song. What are you singing? What you sing between now and April the 25th will determine whether or not the Lord works on the heart of your sinner. What you sing, what they hear, if you're miserable and wretched, your song is not going to help anybody. That's that old song. You need to learn a new one. You need, to, you need to sing the new one. You know it. And sometimes we catch ourselves as Christians singing that same old song, don't we? Oh, if things was just different. Oh, if I'd have just done this or I'd have just done that. The old song is full of regret. The new song's full of joy. Sing a new song. Sing that one about Jesus. They sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy. For thou to take the book and to open the book and to loosen the seals thereof. For thou was slain and has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Friend, we've got something to celebrate. We've got something to live. I know it's been a hard year. There's not a family under the sound of my voice that's not lost a loved one, that's not had sickness, that's not had trials and tribulations in the last year. But through it all, we've still got Jesus. Through it all, we've still got a better place to go. Through it all, we've still got a church that we can worship and praise Him together. Let's keep saying it. It's important. Those children you're holding need to learn a new song. That loved one that you left at home this morning needs to learn a new song. Your neighbor, your relative, the one you raised your hand for this morning needs to learn the new song. We're doing something different in education this year. We're going with distance learning and online. And guess what people have discovered? Children don't learn nearly as much that way. They do better if they've got somebody right in front of them teaching them what they need to know. Your children will never learn about Jesus through the world. They will never learn about salvation in the world. They need somebody right in front of them.
every day. If we wanted to learn the lyrics to this new song, we need to sing it every day in front of them. They sang a new song, for thou art worthy to take the book and loosen the seals thereof, for thou wast slain. And hath redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred, tongue, people, and nation. We want to sing God bless America. America needs to bless God. We need to praise him. If we really want him to bless America, we need to bless him. That's how this works. That's all part of that new song. All right. Does somebody have a word on your heart?